The Bible, it's 66 books of history, stories, letters, and poetry that fit together to form God's one big story. The epic adventure of how he created us and loves us so much that he made a way to rescue us. As we travel through the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, we discover people who met God and found their lives changed forever. Now, for an amazing story, inspired by the book of 1 Samuel, chapters 18 through 20. Jonathan and David couldn't have grown up more differently. Jonathan was the son of King Saul. David, on the other hand, was just an ordinary kid from Bethlehem, the youngest of eight brothers. David spent long hours alone as a shepherd. He made up songs to play on his harp and grew strong defending the sheep from wild animals. But things began to change quickly for David when God sent the prophet Samuel to Bethlehem. God was displeased with King Saul and wanted Samuel to choose a new king. When Samuel saw David, God spoke. Get up and anoint him. This is the one. Though David wasn't anything more than a shepherd boy yet, he was sent to the battle lines where his older brothers and King Saul faced the Philistine army and the giant Goliath. Choose one of your men. Have him come down and face me. <laughs> Through God's power, David faced Goliath with five smooth stones and a slingshot. Goliath was killed and the Philistines were defeated. King Saul was so impressed, he invited David to come live in the palace and help lead his army. This is where David and Jonathan met. Hey, I'm Jonathan, King Saul's son. I'm David, Jesse's son. Can I show you around? Uh, sure, uh, I mean, I've never been inside a palace. Dad's told me all about you. You fought Goliath with no armor. <laughs> well, it didn't actually fit. Look, if, if you're going to live with us and help lead the army and everything, you can't dress like a shepherd. Here, I want you to have my robe. Really? We'll be like brothers. You take my sword, too. And my bow. And my belt. Wow, I... Thank you. As David made the palace his new home, the two young men became best friends. King Saul often sent David out with the army. And David was so successful in battle, Saul gave him a high rank. The people loved David so much that King Saul became jealous. Instead of celebrating David's success, he flew into a violent rage and several times tried to kill David. Jonathan, too, could easily have become envious of David. After all, Jonathan was supposed to be the next king. But instead, Jonathan stayed faithful to their friendship and protected David. My father is looking for a chance to kill you. Find a place to hide and stay there. I'll speak to him. I'll wait for you to tell me what to do. Jonathan pleaded with King Saul. Don't do anything to harm David. He's helped you. Why would you kill him without reason? Oh, all right. I won't put him to death. Several times, Saul promised to spare David. But every time, the king broke his promise and plotted to go after David again. What have I done? 
Why is he trying to kill me? I don't know. I'll do anything to help you. Together, the friends made a plan for David to hide during an important festival to determine how angry Saul was and whether David could come back to the palace. Whatever happens, always be kind to me as long as I live. And never stop being kind to my family, even when the Lord has destroyed all your enemies. Promise? I promise. David went and hid, while Jonathan returned to the palace and the king's feast. Where is David? Why hasn't he been here? He asked to go see his family. No, oh, I know you're on David's side. You should be ashamed. You'll never be king as long as he lives. He must die. Jonathan's heart sank. He knew that David would never be safe again as long as King Saul was alive. The next morning, Jonathan took his bow out to the field to shoot, part of the arranged plan. A servant came with him. The arrow went far beyond you, didn't it? Hurry up! Run fast! Don't stop! David knew this meant that King Saul was still very angry. After the servant left, David slipped out from behind the stone where he was hiding. Jonathan? David! The friends hugged and wept, knowing they might never see each other again. Go in peace. In the name of the Lord, we've promised to be friends. The Lord is a witness between you and me, and between my family and your family forever. Goodbye, friend. Goodbye. David left to find a new hiding place, and Jonathan returned to the palace. King Saul never stopped chasing David, but Jonathan stayed faithful to his friend. David was deeply saddened when he learned that both Jonathan and King Saul had been killed in battle. Years later, when David became king, he remembered his promise to Jonathan. Is anyone left from the royal house of Saul? If there is, I want to be kind to him because of Jonathan. A son of Jonathan is still living. Both of his feet were hurt so that he can't walk. David had Jonathan's son, Mephibosheth, now a young man, brought to the palace. I'm ready to serve you. Don't be afraid. You can be sure that I will be kind to you because of your father, Jonathan. I'll give back to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul. And I'll always provide what you need. Thank you. Thank you. David faithfully cared for Mephibosheth and his family for the rest of their lives, just as he had promised his friend, Jonathan.